Mahatma Gandhi, as you know, walked barefoot most of the time. And this made his feet very calloused, particularly calloused. And he also ate very little. And the diet that he did have um, was strange enough that it left him, uh, from what I understand, suffering from bad breath. We all have our challenges. All of these things combined, all of these factors made him a super calloused, fragile mystic hexed with halitosis. for that. <laughs> but we all have our challenges. And oh, what our minds and our hearts can do to us. The thoughts that fill every nook and cranny of our waking hours are so often narrowed by the particulars of our physical existence and experiences. They forget the expansiveness of their origin within our imaginations and our vast spirits. Is there, is there a container for your imagination? They get tangled in the concrete details of what limited senses feed them and disregard what other perceptions and observations contribute. The crises we see, whether in our own immediate environments and lives or the world around us, loneliness, fear, Violence, injustice of all sorts, desperation of all sorts, need and the systems that seem to exacerbate or contribute to the problems as much if not more than solving them. We all get caught in, up in what we think and believe it's right or it's, believe it's the truth as Ellis just said in our um, candle lighting music. All of these things work together to diminish our spirits. The one resource that's renewable always, dependable, always. They shrink us into the boxes of possessions and acquisitions, accomplishments, roles, status, and appearances. They completely distract us from the one thing that has the capacity to fill us up. To 
give us genuine peace of mind. Deep contentment. And empower us to fulfill our highest potential of self. While making competition unnecessary. I mean, there may be competition that we enjoy. And that's a different thing than having competition be necessary for survival. It also, at the same time, evaporates fear and insecurity and all those feelings of not being enough. I'll be away a good bit of the next couple of months at various conferences and at our denominational general assembly. Um, But before I go, I wanted to give you something. Whether you're traveling this year, this summer is going to be physical or mental or spiritual or emotional traveling, I wanted to give you a little love for the journey. I wanted us to be reminded of that essential, perpetually perfect but indescribable something that is in us and with us always. Excuse me. I don't know whether it's true for everyone or not, but I think maybe it is that there is deep within us what I call a feeling of being homesick. We have some sort of nebulous longing to be rejoined with something that we can't quite put our finger on. A sense of belonging to some place that we almost remember, but not really. How many of you have any anything remotely resembling that feeling? Okay. In our offertory music, Freebo called it a place that you know from long, long ago. Uh, Whispers in the midst of the fear. It's the whisper that's healing and that strengthens and comforts us. And it's a compass and guide and light in the dark. And it's deaf, dumb, and blind to the madness. I'm not there yet, are you? But I can, I can imagine now what that feels like. It's patient and kind. We read that lots and lots of places in the, New, in the Christian New Testament. 
and Hallmark cards. <laughs> and uh, books about relationship with almost anyone. It's simple and pure, and when it's there, you're able to share from a deeper place in yourself. Then we feel safe opening otherwise. In spite of political contrivances, religious differences, economic confounders, there's something more foundational, more fundamental, and essential to our success and effectiveness in dealing with the world around us. When it is the primary place from which our actions come, the action itself has far more far is is far more far reaching. It is then rooted in the very fabric of time and space and our own being, some place where all of these things resonate together. Where time begins to work with us instead of against us. Where we're not crowded out of our own lives. Some place where all of these things begin their journeys into manifested reality and ultimate creative motion. I want to invite each of you to pack something particular to take with you this summer, wherever your journeys may be, whatever kind they may be. Select an image from your memory, your memory, something beautiful, something that you can recall particularly vibrantly. Maybe it has with it a sense that you can call to mind and remember uh, like the smell of the ocean or um, loamy earth in the forest. Pack it carefully in the corner of your mind. And if things become dark or challenging or frustrating or overwhelming in some way, cast your inner gaze toward that carefully packed, beautiful thing from your memory. And let it bring you back to a sense of the beauty that you are. Let it serve as a reminder of your essential beauty and and goodness and the love of which your nature is born. As Ellis said in the candle lighting music, 
with patience sitting right beside the doubts. It's kindness that holds the storms away. Not fear, but kindness. And it is love that carries us home. Home to ourselves, home to what is ours to be, home to the to the greatest joy we can know in life. It is love that calls us to life more abundant. Hallmark cards all morning. I hope you know how beautiful you are. And I hope that you have time and occasion to remember that this summer.